Prayer allows us to access the spiritual blessings that have already been allotted to us. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today on the show, we have an interview between Dr. Caroline Leaf and Priscilla Shire. And this is actually part one of a three-part interview. And they're talking to us about how prayer affects the brain and how important it is for us to stay in a state of prayer, for us to stay dependent on God and to be humble before Him. And it's, they're also speaking, which is one of my favorite topics, about the promises of God and how it is our job as Christians to seek out these promises and to lay hold of them ourselves. You know, God didn't just give Joshua the promised land. He had to go in and take it every step of the way. God helped him and made it easier for him to do so, but he couldn't just sit back and go, okay, God, give it to me. He actually had to move into the promised land and win those battles. And it is a very powerful interview. I'm looking forward to the next few days. Here's the interview. But Priscilla, you know, one of the things that I really wanted to dive into today is the concept of prayer, because yeah. it's something that we all know is so vitally important as, mm. you know, this connection to God. And, and I've been doing a lot of research on how we are designed physically to connect with the Spirit of God yeah. every 10 seconds. So it's literally, you know, when we talk about renewing the mind and bringing thoughts into captivity, that is prayer. It's a constant communication yeah, with God. It is. And it, it reminds me of the scripture verse that says, pray without ceasing, and you sort of wonder, how is that possible? So when you teach on connecting with the Spirit of God every 10 seconds, it, it is that concept. It's that yeah, scripture yeah. verse. It is exactly. this constant moment by moment daily, um, as you would say, sort of getting into superposition and lo- looking at yourself in relationship to how you're honoring God with this moment, with this conversation, how my body language, how my the words that I'm saying are honoring to the Lord in this moment. Those constant check-ins, yeah, that's, that's so- prayer. That's prayer. And so that's that's so powerful because it's so much more than just this going your prayer closet in the morning like we've been kind of almost trained to do yeah. growing up in a very years and years of you know in, in within a religious environment. Right. It's 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 a constant lifestyle. And I think what really and I don't know if you've found this because since War Room I know you get so much the film War Room. Mm-hmm. Priscilla did an incredible film. If you haven't already seen it, you need to see it. War Room, you did that. That came yeah. out two years ago. Oh so gosh, I think two, it's been four years is now. It four years. Can you believe that? No, Maybe three. Gosh. Time just goes so quickly. uh, My goodness, I can't believe it. And that whole thing was really about prayer, the power of prayer. And prayer is a lifestyle, prayer is a solution. And we get so many emails, and I know you probably get the same Mm. thing, of people saying, you know, pray for me, or I've got this problem, or I need prayer, and and like almost begging God. And then I go to these churches, and I'm teaching, and people are like begging God for, and I'm thinking, doesn't the Bible already teach us that, you know, Jesus rose from the cross, that it is already done. Yeah. You know, and isn't yeah. God beyond space and time? And, and isn't there the Hebrews 11 one that says faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen? Right. So prayer is really, is prayer not accessing substance and evidence? I think that's the key word is accents, accessing. Acc- that's okay. the word. So Ephesians chapter 1 says that every spiritual blessing has already, we already have every spiritual blessing. Okay, yeah. So what prayer does is it allows us to access the spiritual blessings that have already been allotted to us. So you're right. Nice. Begging is not necessarily a posture for a child of, of God because no. the inheritance 
is already rightfully yours um, as a result of the price he's already paid. So what prayer does, really prayer is a God-given key that allows us to unlock the resources of heaven and have them unleashed on the landscape of earth in our lives, in our daily lives. And so um, what War Room did, I think, is um, kind of remind people about the intentionality of prayer, that it's not some um, afterthought or some theoretical uh, thing that you should do on occasion or that mm. other people do that are particularly yeah. spiritual spiritual, <laughs> or that it's not supposed to be locked away into just the morning quiet time or the yeah. evening devotional. Exactly. That very much it should be those times of concentrated prayer as well. But like you said, mm. it's a lifestyle it's a of lifestyle, intentionally thinking about yeah. how can I communicate with God intentionally, deliberately, and strategically mm. to make sure that I'm applying what has been allotted to me, the, the promises of Scripture, that I'm applying those to the, the points of my life where I actually am seeing that those promises need to be um, fleshed out and need to come to bear in, in regards to stuff I'm facing in this relationship or on my job or mm-hmm. in my finances or in my health. How can I intentionally make sure to grab hold of the promises of God and apply them and live in light of those promises in regards to what mm-hmm. I'm facing in my life? So prayer is not just a bunch of random words. It is what has God already given to me. And how can I say, Lord, I am ready now to receive this and have this applied to what I am facing in my life right now? That is brilliant. It's it's That is brilliant. That's such yeah. an excellent explanation because what you're saying essentially is that people need to recognize that the solution exists. But it's, it's not in yeah. a, I always say it's not in a baked cake form. God doesn't right. give us the, the cake. We've actually, yeah, <laughs> we actually have to get in that zone and yeah. really access and decide, you know, on, find it. Use That's our right. intellect, get, work with God, you know, wrestle with God like Jacob yeah. did and really find those inheritances which is, is, exist. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest miracles of prayer is not necessarily that prayer, you know, that God through prayer can change our circumstances. Of course he can. He's a miracle working God. Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest miracles of prayer is that in prayer, he changes us. That our perspective and our vantage point, the promises we grab hold of, the choices that we make, we see ourselves clearly in prayer because we get a clearer view of God in prayer. So then we face this circumstance that may not change. Our spouse may not change. Our marital difficulty may not change. The financial struggle may not change change right away. The health may take a long time. Yeah, it's right. That those things may or may not change. But we change. Our heart becomes different. Our mind is molded into the image of Christ Jesus. We change in prayer. So then our lives become, um, uh, you know, a, a different sort of experience, not because everybody else changed and everything else changed, but because we did. That's what prayer does. I love that. I absolutely love that. Yeah, and true. that is so completely accurate because when you get into that love zone that I always talk about, the yeah. love and the fear zone, you are looks like getting this. The love exactly. Zone looks like this. <laughs> the, good trees, yeah, the good trees, the good trees, exactly. Yeah. That's that's cool. I love that. We need lots of those in our heads. That's right. When we get into that zone, we are getting a new perspective. We are yeah. reconceptualizing and we're looking at it in terms of love. And you know what you're saying, and I'm listening so deeply to to the spiritual explanation that you're giving and and in my head as a scientist, all the science is popping up and you know it's so so fascinating, Priscilla, that, that uh, I think you've heard me teach this before, that this, the um, Oxford mathematician, Sir Roger Penrose, he talks about the fact that we're embedded in love. Mm. And, and it's such a, what, what does that mean? You know, you just said all the inheritance, you've given all the scriptures talking, you've got all of them, you've, you've mentioned certain scriptures about how the inheritance is there available yeah. for us and that we need to get in and get God's perspective so that we can access. You know, you said a key word, access. The problem is 
we got to realize that we have to do the work of accessing. <laughs> and right. that accessing, and, it's, and, and Sir Roger Penrose shows mathematically and with quantum physics that as humans, we are embedded in ethical values of love and the solutions mm-hmm. are in space-time and beyond because there's multiple universes. And there's this mathematical equate these these complex mathematical equations showing the beauty and the logic and the intelligence of what we actually are immersed in mm-hmm. so god's showing us through science that we live in our solutions mm. and that with prayer we are learning to access our solutions and that there's a, a work involved and i think that's another problem that i see in people really praying like they should in that they don't realize that you have to access with work there's work involved there's you getting your mind it's not just going to close you know close your eyes and god's going to give you the baked cake where someone lays on hands and now you know there's this automatic transference osmosis process happening there's (laughs) work involved yeah what do you well that's you know the scripture says work out your salvation and fear and trembling and so your salvation in terms of eternity the price for that was paid. You and I no longer owe the debt for our own sin. Once we accept Christ as our Savior, we are receiving his gift. So salvation in that sense is done. It is finished. But we're still on earth. Exactly. <laughs> so while we're bodies. still on earth, if we want to experience life with God, that's the part that requires work, intentionality, deliberate focus on the promises of God, on living in a way that honors God, on using the keys that he's given us, oh, the love beautiful. letter of his word, the key of prayer, um, humility, um, garners, you know, choosing a, a lifestyle of humility instead of pride, humility, so that we garner the the attention, the, the um, support of mm. God, the favor of God in our life. Those are choices that we have to make. So in the scriptures, Mm. there are probably more than or up to 8,000 different promises that are given to sons and daughters. But most of them he did not place in our hand. Most of them he placed in our reach. Meaning if we don't reach, if we don't Mm. grab hold, if we don't actually, like he said to Joshua, listen, the promised land is already yours. But every place you you put your foot down, that you will have access to. It's yours, but you got to go put your feet down. You have to do something. Yeah, you got to do it. So lazy Christianity is not going to benefit us. We'll get to heaven, but we won't experience the heaven on earth that we were intended to experience unless we do the hard work of putting our feet down on the promises. That was Priscilla Shire and Caroline Leaf, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Dr. Leaf Show is Prayer Scientific with special guest Priscilla Shire. You can also find out more information about both of them at their ministry websites, drleaf.com and goingbeyond.com. I hope you have a wonderful day today, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.